Hey everybody, welcome to Campus Comics Cast, coming to you from Carbondale, Illinois, with special guests from the Campus Comics crew, and now, here's your host, the man with the previews in hand, Mike No. Hello and welcome to another episode of Campus Comics Cast, this is the, uh, the one where we take you through the previews catalog. Um, our regular monthly thing. Um, this is Mike No, owner-operator of Campus Comics here in Carbondale, Illinois. We're inside the store right now on a beautiful spring day or straight to summer day after a cold and wet whatever that was. But uh, we're here to talk about the previous catalog and joining me for this is Scott Reed and Dan Brown. And this is the May 2018 uh, previous catalog for stuff that starts shipping in July. And it's a little bit early this time, so I think I have to have the orders in for this one by May 25th. So it's almost a full week earlier than usual. So if anything catches your attention, just give us a call here at uh, 618-457-6011. Facebook, me, or Facebook message me, and we'll be sure and try to take care of what it is you're looking for. So we want to jump right into the... Uh, well, before, oh, before yeah. we, yeah, before we yeah. jump into, I just want to yeah. mention Netflix. We, we always, we can't go That's an episode right. without mentioning Netflix something, but uh, the Netflix series, the toy, I think it's called The Toys We Grew Up On. Is the that Toys the right? The Toys That Made Us. The Toys That Made Us. Okay. That has its second four episodes of the first season are going to be out on May 25th, which I guess is coincidentally the same yes. day. The previews order is yeah, due. So, so there's, so. there's our transition. Our, there you uh, go. There you go. So, so <laughs> if you're, if you're watching the next four episodes, you're too late. You're too late. You missed it. You missed it. So just keep that in mind. Okay, that's uh, it. I'll yeah. be quiet about non Oh, no, so. no that, that, that's fine. Well, again, this uh, I guess Diamond just can't leave things alone at this point, or I don't know who the guilty party is in this. But I would blame DC. DC but. at this point, yeah, because it is yet a shake-up again. Last time we talked, uh, you heard from us, it was the first time that the main catalog was kind of split and flipped between print and merchandise. This time around, DC has split out and done their own previews catalog just like Marvel. So they have their own freestanding catalog now. So now we have three books we have to look at in order to go well, through everything. Four if you count four the Image if you Plus. Four the Image Plus, yeah. Yep. Which is that kind of stuff. So I guess the easiest way that we've decided is we're going to go with the DC book first, then Marvel, and then we'll start in on the main book. So This is getting to be an unwieldy catalog. Yes, it is. The yes. previous was big to begin with. Mm-hmm. It was a big catalog. Now it's three books and... You know, just from my perspective, it's just more shipping I have to pay. You know what I mean? It's just another book all its own. So, all right, so jumping right into the DC book. Um, well, first thing on the one thing that's crazy about the DC book is that you have your regular front cover, which has got, of course, the, the wedding Batman Catwoman. Mm-hmm. But then you turn it over, and it's like the back cover is flipped. But mm-hmm. then when you open it up, there's nothing flipped on the yeah, inside right. of the back. <laughs> yeah. So there's I don't know no what that's all about. That. Yeah. Now, 
One props to the DC catalog, though, is that they actually put page numbers on every single page. That is true. Which I wish Marvel would do that for their catalog. Yeah. It's a pain to reference stuff in the Marvel catalog. Jump around and so, figure out where you're at. But yeah. So, but I mean, it is nice looking. You know, I mean, it, it's you know, it's a clean layout. It's yeah. easy to read. One you know, one thing like that. that I noticed that I think is kind of weird is that you know each book you know new comic gets its own page, but they've cropped off the art a little bit to fit in their format, <laughs> which I thought was a weird choice. But mm-hmm. again, it's, that's a real nitpicky kind of yeah. thing. Not everybody's even going to notice that. But <clears throat> I actually you can like tell there is some that they've cropped it just so they can have all the information there right. and it's consistent all the way throughout the book so mm-hmm. that that is kind of nice marvel could learn something here right yeah. do it but at least if page. they're doing it they're doing it right yeah so right. page one so right yes yeah. page one so we got batman 50 and 51 still written by tom king this is the wedding issues that mm-hmm. we have been waiting for so issue 50 is the wedding issue 51 is the honeymoon issue mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. <laughs> issue issue 50 <laughs> has several variant covers that are going to be available including mm-hmm. like there's a frank miller cover uh jose luis garcia lopez cover among others neil adams so that is uh, a pretty good lineup for variant covers for issue mm-hmm. 50 so there's that. So, of course, that's a biggie. Yeah. Um, After that, we've got a Catwoman number one by Joelle Jones, written and drawn. Uh, I assume this is spinning out of her run on Batman that's been really good. You know, she's been doing art. Uh, you know, this will probably be a good take on Catwoman. Yep. You know. And it's definitely going to tie into the wedding issues. Yeah. She's even holding a copy of the wedding issue in her hands yeah. on the cover yeah. <laughs> of number one. So... <laughs> Page uh, page what page four? Superman yeah. number one. Yeah. Brian Michael Bendis. Yep. So I guess this will take off after the Man of Steel, Steel. limited series, yeah. right? And a little bit of news out of DC that was kind of weird. Did you see that? That their Probably orders not. were way yeah. lower than what they were expecting it to be for the Man of Steel stuff. Wow. So okay. yeah, because they're saying all that's returnable, right? Yes. And yeah. I've and they were saying in this. I think it was bleeding cool where I saw this. Mm-hmm. They were talking about that that might be a tactic to inflate the numbers, right? A little bit too to get people mm-hmm. to. You know, to get retailers to be able to take a chance on it and have it on the shelf instead of. I mean, you know, here's the thing, though: on. are we burned out on Superman origin stories at this point? <laughs> yeah, you know, could be, maybe. You know, I'll, I mean, I'm looking forward to Bendis's run, but yep. the uh, I think it was either the story in DC Nation, maybe that came out right. I haven't in, read in that yet. How oh, is yeah. it in the front of Free Comic Day? Uh-huh. But uh, I wasn't that thrilled with it. Really? I wasn't too crazy. It seems, mm-hmm. it seems like we're going back to Chris Reeve, Clark Kent. I'm like, there's a place for that. Mm-hmm. Is it in 2018 in your monthly Superman book? Right. I feel like John Byrne kind of got us away from that. Mm-hmm. Every now and then you've got writers wanting to write that classic version that kind of mm-hmm. fall back into that. Right. I don't know if we still need that. Right. And this is kind of a child of the 70s. Yeah. I mean, like at Marvel, he you know revitalized you know Luke Cage and, yeah. and several mm-hmm. of those characters like that. So. Maybe that's what what he feels like is in his wheelhouse for yeah. superheroes. And he, right. you know, definitely has a background, you know, with Superman, you know, just yeah. from his personal life and everything. So, right. Yeah. So I, I just thought that was a little a little interesting that that came out. Yeah, I forget what they were saying. All the books were that basically were out pre-ordered. That I think yeah. even a random issue of, you know, like a Doomsday Clock, you know, out, uh-huh. you know. So it's just like not a auspicious beginning. We'll no. say that. So. Well. Page but again, that doesn't necessarily speak exactly. to the quality of the books. No. Exactly. Yeah. Page six, you have Justice League Dark number one. I just mentioned because we have Detective Chimp on the cover. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the new coming out of the after 
aftermath of, I guess, the No Justice storyline. We're basically yeah, which split up into four Just teams. started as we're just recording started. this, right? Yep. First now, copy's I, on the shelf right now. I feel like DC's taking a page from Marvel's book and not a good page in that there are a lot of new number ones this month from yep. DC between Catwoman and and Superman and Justice League Dark and Justice League Odyssey. Odyssey. Just, uh, yeah, I don't I don't like that trend, but uh, right. hopefully there'll you know, be some decent jumping on points for some actual mm-hmm. readers. So... Page eight. Do we want to talk about page eight? Uh, you know, we've got another issue, Doomsday Clock Solicited, which I've already heard has been pushed back a month. Uh, right? Oh, really? Five really? and six, I've heard, are both going to be ah, back goodness. a month. Gotcha. So, uh, what I predicted with their bi monthly schedule is there's still going to be interruptions like this. So, mm-hmm. I assume 2020 podcast will still be talking about Doomsday <laughs> Clock. <laughs> will not you be know. wrapped up yet. No it did take me a second on those two covers to figure out which was the DC cover and which was the Watchmen cover. Mm-hmm. Because the yeah, only thing is the point. bat signal on the right. on the on page nine that gives you that's the DC huh. cover and the the other cover Very is the, yeah with the uh, night owl, the original that's the original night owl, right? right. Yeah. 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 So huh. But yeah, that took me just a second. But I still am enjoying that book. Yeah, so yeah. I think we should, you know, talk about it at some point in the future. But, right. Uh, even if we only get to, like the first four, five, six issues yeah, and talk about it. So. Uh, sure. After that, we've got Injustice versus He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Uh, I like some of the He-Man stuff that DC's been doing the last few years. It looks like, like Batman '66. They're sort of relegating him to crossovers now. We had a Thundercats one not too long ago, and now we're getting an Injustice crossover. Mm-hmm. And it looks like Freddie Williams is doing the art on this, and he did the last couple Batman Ninja Turtles crossovers that were really good. Right. So I would assume he's a fan of this kind of stuff. <laughs> Apparently, and we'll probably get some good work out of that. I don't know how great the story's going to be, but we'll see. Right. On that. So. On uh, 26. 22, you got the continuation of the Batman Deathstroke story, Christopher mm-hmm. Priest. So it's the first issue of that? That's, that's the yeah, first that's one's se- out. Two, yeah. issues, two issues out, out, out of that so far? Okay. Yep. Still have them on the shelf, too, if you're interested in that. On uh, 26, we have got uh, Future Quest Presents number 12. And that oh, looks like that's the last that's the last issue of that series. Okay. Uh, this is spinning out of the twelve issue Future Quest miniseries, and this was sort of an anthology type book they were doing with these characters. I don't know if they're going to call it quits on this for now, or if there's going to be something that comes later. But it's been a really good title. It's been pretty fun. I hope they don't just put these characters back in the closet for the next ten years. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we have Green Arrow number forty two. It's got Green Arrow, Friday Parasite, and it sounds and the description of the story sounds like he's in a, Green Arrow's in a maximum security prison and uh, fighting Parasite and maybe some other characters. There was a concept for a superhero movie a few years ago called Supermax that was very similar to this. Huh. So I don't know if this is a takeoff of that idea, but it would center around a bunch of different supervillains in a prison, and Green Arrow would be in prison with them. Hmm. So I don't know if this is tied into that somehow or if that's just coincidence, but I just thought oh, was that was kind of interesting. You were talking about that super. That was a Green Arrow story? It was him? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So it okay. sounds like it could have been a Punisher story. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it was definitely a DC. It was supposed to be a DC movie, and I huh. think they just needed a street-level, low-powered kind of superhero. Gotcha. And so it was supposed to be Green Arrow. Again, I don't know if the script for that ever ended up online, but I just there was talk about that movie for a couple of years. Huh. And, and you know, just never materialized. And there's a Mike Grell variant cover. That's right. Yeah. Doing some, doing some um, green arrows. 38. Stuff. I have until 45. So. Uh, Mr. Miracle number 10. 
I haven't been reading this. Everybody goes on about how good this book is, but this is just a great Dark oh, Side yeah. cover. I yes. really love that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be surprised cool. if they don't make a poster out of that or something. Right. They this should. is really cool. DC's a little light on the poster side. I don't know yeah. why that is, but they are. I don't have anything until 52. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, 48, Scooby-Doo team-up. Just yeah. I think this is the team-up that should have been like in the first issue because you have Scooby-Doo teaming up with Swamp Thing. So right. there you go. And I think that just <laughs> kind of shows how DC has changed over the years because for a long time, Swamp Thing was off-limits to even the DC universe because he was a Vertigo title. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't want kids picking up Vertigo books. Now he's in a kid's book. Mm-hmm. Scooby-Doo yeah. team-up is a good book. And they've had some fun, you know, different crossovers in there. But, yeah, Swamp Thing is definitely different. Yeah, it seemed like it should have been like one of the first ones. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of just hitting on the DC New Age of Heroes stuff that we're kind of passing by here. One thing that's kind of hit me about this, and I've had somebody, a couple other people mention it to me. Whenever they started soliciting this stuff, it was all about we're going to put the artist first. Yeah, so it's yeah. going to be an art driven book. You know, the artists are going to be the stars of the show. These are the cream of the crop. And now, what, three issues, three issues. into these things? They're changing the artists on yeah. this. So, yeah. and, uh, so much for that. DC had its own podcast dedicated to this, and it's Dan DiDio talking to some of the creators. And on the second or third episode, he they mentioned, like, oh, yeah, these guys are on for three issues. And then wow. that's it. Yeah. And it's like, how, are we going to stick around with these characters past that? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've been reading this. I don't know how long I'm going to stick around on these books. Right, you yeah. Know, especially if you've got top creators leaving and it's like how invested am i in these characters to begin with right yeah (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) you know right but But yeah i mean i know that's a lot of the that's the prevalent reason that a few people have picked up these books because it is art driven and they're you know and they're the fans of these artists but now they're pretty disappointed that three issues in they're off yeah so okay just want to hit that my next thing's on page 69 so on a 52 we've got titans 23 uh, I just thought it was kind of weird on this. I don't. I'm not really keeping up with Titans or anything, or they're kind of a soft reboot thing they seem to be doing. But this is solicited as a cover by Ryan Sook, and that is absolutely Brandon Peterson's art on this cover. <laughs> uh, what's interesting on the next page, the unexpected number two, it says art and cover by Kerry Nord, and I'm pretty sure that's a Ryan Sook cover. <laughs> so I don't know if somebody get their wires crossed with the layouts, right, of that. But uh, huh. somebody needs to double check their catalog. Editorial, right? Proofread. It's important. There you go. Wild Storm. On uh, 62, we've got uh, some Batman collections. We've got uh, Batman the Cape Crusader Volume 1, and it is uh, some of the Jim Starlin, Mike Barron stories from the 80s. Uh, It looks like they've got Ten Knights of the Beast in here, which is a cool story with the KG Beast. It's probably kind of dated now, but it's a good story. Right. It's probably best known for that McFarlane cover, though. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. His first but uh, I'm not really work. sure why they're collecting this now. I don't know if this ties into anything they've got going on. Uh, and there is a gap in here, and I... Th- well, no, I was trying to think what that gap could be, but now I'm not sure. I'd have to look that up, I guess. And there's another Omnibus of the Golden Age Batman stories coming out. Much more affordable than those actual issues yeah, are. Right, for sure. On a uh, sixty-six, we've got the trade paperback of the recent Dead Man series by Neil Adams. Mm-hmm. Anybody read this? No. Anybody hear no. anything about this? No. <laughs> Not much. I yeah. just know they're trying to do like sort of innovative things with the covers or something. Yeah, but there was just, always like a gimmick with the covers. I mean, not the way it was printed or anything, but yeah. there was always like a hidden message or you look at it at a certain so angle. It's like Mad yeah. Magazine then. Yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I think by the end of the run of this thing, it seemed like most people were picking it up just because they'd started it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It weren't like, I can't wait to see what happened. It's just like, well, I'm going to finish it. Yeah, I've got the first two. got to get the last. Right. 
Page, uh, page 69 have the Flash Rebirth Deluxe Edition Book 3, written by Joshua Williams Williamson. This has actually been a very solid Flash story, so it's one of the why? one of the books that I have been reading. Not for sure why they're already collecting that again, because I think they're all still available in trade paperback. Yeah, but that, that, I think you, that's another page out of the Marvel mm-hmm. thing, where Marvel will put out the small editions, then they'll put out the oversized deluxe yeah. hardcovers. Try so, to get your money again. Yes, exactly. why, why are they soliciting it with a movie cover? Oh, that is oh. the movie costume. Like that's probably a variant, you know, or whatever. Yeah, probably. Those are yeah. definitely the movie versions of the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, sure. That does that has nothing to do with the story. Yeah, here, no, right? not, no not at all. And I don't even remember, of course, I didn't get any of the variants of that. Right. I'm just reading it in trade, and that wasn't any of the covers for any of the trades that I have either. Right, so. no. uh, right before that, on page 68, we've got the Flash Rogues Captain Cold trade, collecting some really good stories of Captain Cold. Um, I think, what is it, 182 in there specifically. It was like sort of a standalone issue focusing on Captain Cole that was really good by Jeff Johns. But probably some really good stories there. On uh, 72, we've got Infinite Crisis Unwrapped hardcover. And it's sort of a bare-bones version of the art before it's even inked and everything. So if you really want to check out the process of how the book's created, this might be a good way of checking that out. Another thing, I'm not sure why we're doing Infinite Crisis now. Um, you know, I, I don't mm-hmm. think it's an anniversary or anything. To I, confuse it with Infinity War. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe get the infinite word out I don't there. Know. Yeah. Seems to be oh. less and less rhyme to the reason to the rhyme, I guess. Yeah. I right, have anything else till 84. Page 76, you have yep. a new trade for The New Gods by Jack Kirby. This has been reprinted before, but it was usually as a fourth world. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, traded as a fourth world version so now this is just the new gods issues so hopefully they'll do this with maybe all of them eventually i guess we'll see how the first uh, new gods one goes and then maybe we'll get jimmy olsen later and forever people later um so if you do not have the whole fourth world and you'd like to read that now is not time to start picking that up um, that's all that's all i have in dc so on right. uh, page 84 we've got the dc designer series superman by jim lee statue mm-hmm. uh, i'm not too crazy about this one Really? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think it may just be the paint job on it or something, right. but like you've got Superman with the red eyes, like sort yeah. of implying heat vision. Mm-hmm. But then it looks like they've done some shading around the eyes, maybe to right. make the eyes pop a little more, but it just looks like yeah. he has bags under his eyes or something. Yeah. Wasn't this solicited like, last know. month? Didn't you mention you liked your Superman happy and not mean? Or oh, something I think that, that was the that, gallery. Is that the gallery oh, yeah. one? Okay, the gallery all right. vinyl one. Yeah, this is a. Yeah, I don't know. So it, looks like, t- it still looks like Superman after a bender. Right, yeah, it does. He looks a little yeah. a little distraught. But, and then, uh, uh, but this statue line has been really nice, so I'm hoping a lot of times statues look better even than they do in the – I'm hoping that's the case here yeah. in, the, in the real world. Yeah, that's the, the thing, too. There's a photo of a prototype. Who knows what the actual thing right. will look right. like you yeah. know, in your hand. So um, Something was kind of throwing me off about this next one, too, the DC Desire uh, Series Jim Lee 3-pack. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at it, I'm like, something just seemed off. And then I look, they're all sculpted by different people. Oh, <laughs> so wow. that's probably what the yeah. difference is. So, But we've got a Superman, Wonder Woman, and a Batman set. Yeah. Claiborne Moore did the Wonder Woman, and you know he's really good at the female form, but I don't know that face. I don't know how yeah. I feel about these. They're just not knocking me out. Yeah. And then the DC Artist Alley on the next page... Um, designed by Sho Marassi, I guess. Um, kind of cool takes on the... Uh, on the sirens, you know, I get two different versions of each of those three characters, the regular version and the holiday versions, <laughs> the green and red. And a nice, uh, on the next page, a nice Harley Quinn by Michael Turner statue, black, white, and red, which has been a real popular line. 
you know. And is that I think that's based on the one of the variant covers yes. that they released of his recently, right? I believe so. Yep. Yep. I think I have a, a the like the pencil variant co- a copy of one of the books that was on. It's like on a Batman issue that they did a pencil variant. So I guess mm-hmm. they've gone around and collected a bunch of you know sketches that he did for individuals, and they're now because oh, they're constantly them. releasing stuff that's Michael Turner right. covers or variant covers, and he's been gone yeah. for how long now? Quite a while. Yeah. I was at one of the Wizard Worlds in Chicago when they announced it, and I haven't <laughs> been to one of those in years now. Yeah. So it's been I don't know if it's been ten years, but it's probably it's getting a while. close. Yeah. yeah, it's close, seven or eight at least. But then in Batman Black and White, the Batman who laughs, which is, you know, just visually a cool character and popular. So and then the, the one I'm kind of most looking forward to out of this one is on page 90, the DC Cover Girls Catwoman by Joelle Jones. They did the Harley Quinn statue of her a few months ago, and that came out really nice. So now we have a really nice uh, Catwoman where she's kind of sitting on a on a safe and it's got a matching base to that Harley Quinn statue. Oh, is it? Yeah, where it's just Joel Jones' signature <coughs> kind of carved into it. So I'm wondering if we're going to get a Ivy. So then no. we've got the, like they you would. know, the, yeah, that would make sense. the sirens for the matching set. And another next page is another cool two-pack of Doomsday Clock action figures. This is the comedian and marionette. I think those have been figured. hadn't those been solicited before? I, th- yeah. I think we could be talked they? about those because the the mime and the marionette are not in yeah. the, same the same set. set. Yeah, yeah, that's so. right. That's right. Maybe they just had to pad out their new catalog. That and, yeah. and I think they just want to bring emphasis back since they're in their own catalog. Some things we've shown you before, we're right. going to show you again just yeah. in case you just in case you, you missed miss it. Them. Yeah. And then there's a bombshell in this one. I haven't been real fond of the two figure bombshells, you know, which have up to this point has been a pairing of Harley and Joker and a recreation of the v-day thing you know where she's mm-hmm. holding him down kissing him like the nurse the old famous world war ii picture um and then there was the power girl and superman which i didn't like at all and but this one's nice i like this take on batman and uh, it's batman and catwoman bombshells and this will probably be the first of those two packs that i pick up and have here in the store i like that enough that pretty cool pretty cool to see uh, then they've got the next two offerings in their uh vinyl statue line which is uh, kind of like the gallery things you know it's a ni- nice sculpts you know i'm not sure about the wonder woman i like the bat girl quite a bit yeah i really like the bat girl and she's standing on a cell phone and on the screen of the cell phone is the oracle logo kind of emanating out so that <laughs> right. was a nice touch yeah kind of cool so we'll have those in the store you know just 50 dollars retail on those those are affordable to pick up nice looking sculpts so hopefully the we haven't seen the first of them come out let i mean that yet so we'll just see how the paint applications on those are but they look really nice so, yeah. so on the last page here, we've got the Batman versus Joker Lafco battle statue, yep. and that just came out, right? Like yeah, we've got one of those in the store. We got here. one yep. in the store up there. Yep. As we nice. sit there and stare at it. Mm. Yes, <laughs> nice piece. Uh, I do like uh, at the end here. We've got a checklist of all the DC books mm-hmm. too that are in the catalog. So that, that's kind of convenient. Yeah. That is another page they took from Marvel, which is very. Yeah. That is a good page for Marvel. Dan, do you know how much stuff you're reading monthly from DC? I mean, the idea of what titles you're reading on a regular basis. Uh, basically. Oh, okay. I, did, I didn't know. If, I, did, well, I just thought maybe if we wanted to run down some of the things that we're actually reading. And if, I mean, but you don't have to. If uh-huh. our, maybe for a future episode, maybe we should do that. So be thinking about it for next time. Okay. Make a list of what you're actually reading month to month, and yeah. we can all do a little comparison. Sure. I don't know. Just, we can just throw it out there at the end of... Well, just roughly, I read, you know, Batman, Superman. I'm picking up the New Age of Heroes books. Uh, kind of on the fence about those right now, especially with what they're doing with the artist mm-hmm. shakeup. But, you know... So events. I'm, I, I actually I'm, I'm reading Batman, Flash, Doomsday Clock, 
Mr. Miracle, Deathstroke, and Wonder Woman are the yeah. books that I'm reading DC. I, so. I do think I'm going to start picking up Flash with this Flash War story because it looks like Howard Porter's coming back to do some art, and I love his art. Mm. So, so are you picking up those monthly, Scott, or are you tra- I'm trade? trade I'm trade. I'm trade reading. I'm, trade reading. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a trade reader. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> he, I just, he, I just Mike, thought you were. That's yeah. why. He's I'm. just a trader. Yeah. I'm a trader. <laughs> oh, I'm just a trader. Hey, <laughs> trader can. Uh, we can go in on who's the trader here. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that later. Later. There we go. After we're not recording anymore. <laughs> uh, so, anything else in DC? Really? Uh, I'm finished with DC. Marvel. So, Marvel. So Page one. Coming August 2018, the Fantastic Four. Mm. Well, they don't say Fantastic Four. But we, four. So we got the four, four logo with six, six people, people. Six yeah. people, so I assume we also get Franklin and Valeria mm-hmm. in, it in looks that. looks like they have different logos on their suits, too. Well, the, kids, the thing... Really is, it, is it an FF? Oh, is that, are they still doing the Future Foundation? Foundation oh, maybe. Yeah, so that could be it. But uh, So they oh, are, yeah. folks, they are coming back, and they'll be. we'll talk more about that later in the catalog, too. Yeah, and that's a whole thing. Isn't that... Possibility blowing up Comcast, blowing that whole thing up. Did yes, you hear about that? I, yeah, I'm not. I don't know. But they offered more money. Yeah, they offered more money, more money for than, it Disney. than Disney did. Yeah, by several. I want to say billion dollars. Oh, really? Like wow. by like maybe like four billion dollars more. Wow. So, There's gonna be a lot of mad fanboys. Oh boy, this I'm yes. to go through. Yeah. yeah, but they've dragged their feet so long on it. Yeah. It feels like yeah. but uh, Right after that, we've got a new Captain America number one, mm-hmm. which ships when. Oh, I didn't even see that. Fourth of July. Oh, oh hey. All right. Nice. Uh, well done. I know some stores around the country are going to be closed for the holiday. Will Campus Comics be open that what, day? day? If it's, it's a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. We'll be open. Yeah. Yep. So really. come by the store, pick up your Captain America number one. That's right. That's the if, fir- unless you're not an American, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the first issue written by Ta-Nehisi Coates, I believe. Yeah, and yeah. there is a really sharp david mack variant yeah, that's cover very cool. i really like that cover they actually yeah. have it pictured here i wonder if it'll actually be black and white i hope i hope that it is that one red spot it is incredibly cool looking so i'm hoping that that's not a ridiculous like thousand and one type variant yeah. that yeah we'll be able to get our hands on so <laughs> I can look that having said that much. i kind of hope the jim stranko one is in color yeah, <laughs> that's, that's and and one. most of his he's done several cap variants and they all look about the same. Yeah, yeah, because I just had one done for the Hydra cap number one. Mm-hmm. I got it CG seed and everything, and it was very similar right. look appearance to that to that cover as well. So yeah. so next after that we've got Amazing Spider Man number one and number two. And number two. Yeah. Right. Anybody know which how many Amazing Spider Man number ones this is now? <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> we've no. gotten several. We were just no. having that discussion today about yeah. Marvel's publication, but we were talking about trade. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like it's getting to the point where people really don't buy trades here because it's just like, say, I want Deadpool Volume One. Well, which one? Which which right? volume? Oh, one? You know, so. there's like six of them now. You know, so it's just really getting. Confusing. You have to figure they want the first, the original Deadpool Volume One, but that's they just come in flat and just ask for that. But, right. Yeah. yeah. But. but uh, and there yeah. was, I thought that, and I keep bringing up variant covers, but there's a John Romita Senior variant cover yeah. for those for issue one of that. Amazing Spider-Man number one. Uh, Nick Spencer's taking over the book. I've liked some of his work, so I'll probably check this out. I would imagine he's got some good Spider-Man mm-hmm. stories in him. I would think so. Yeah, the, his. I mean, he did really well with the Secret Empire story, so yeah. I definitely will give that a shot. Page uh, page ten, we have the life of Captain Marvel, which they're mm-hmm. pegging as a definitive origin of Captain uh, Marvel. This is the Carol, of course, the Carol Danvers uh, Captain Marvel, who we got the nice little spoiler 
Um, yeah. Extra mm-hmm. scene at the end of Infinity War, so just the logo. So we'll be seeing that film before the next Infinity War movie, which we'll be talking about, I believe, in our in, next in our supplemental ep- episode of the podcast. So right, keep an eye out for that. Yeah, that's going to be a five issue series, and some pretty good variants there as well. Fiona Staples. Yeah. It's doing a variant for that. Yeah. One of the best artists working. I think I really like Fiona Staples. Fourteen and fifteen. There was a big spoiler here on this page. At least because yeah, yeah. I wasn't aware of this because I hadn't been reading oh, really? the story. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had. Yeah. I haven't been reading it, but yeah. I had it spoiled for me online a while back. Right. So we have uh, Cosmic Ghost Riders getting his own series mm, and the flavor Lauren, of the month. Yeah. But another spoiler. Well yeah. That's uh, the thing. Frank anybody, Castle. Does anybody care that much about Cosmic Ghost Rider yet? People are losing <laughs> their minds about really? it. Really? Yeah. Yes, they oh, are. Boy. People. You don't know how many calls I get. Do you have a Thanos thirteen? Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, because it's his first appearance because mm-hmm. it's, it's a Thanos book right now you think is part of it yeah, when, part of it but no just they just want that first appearance that it's like it was kind of like the Weapon H thing not too yeah. long yeah. ago yeah. yeah but this seems to have more staying power I think this is better re- written you know Donny Cates is writing this he's basically a horror writer okay. so I think people are just really you know so I guess it. this is a Frank Castle from the future yes okay yeah. alright comes back and takes Thanos present day Thanos and takes him to the future okay and now he's his right hand he's like basically the herald of Ah. you know of Thanos okay interesting <laughs> so yeah that almost actually does sound interesting so mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently really well done I confess to not having read it but I don't have anything until page 50 so well, page you guys can go 22 we've got the next volume of Ed Pisker's X-Men Grand oh, yeah. Design mm-hmm. second Genesis number one uh, I know the first couple issues sold out. Sold out. Yep. So if you want to get these, get them early. Yeah. You know. And if you, uh, you know, like those first issues are sold out, but there is the trade out, and it is really cool. Because yeah, it's, a it's nice like treasury a size treasury one. size book. You know, unwieldy as treasury size things right. are, but it's very cool. Yeah, and I think it's got the remastered X Men number one story in it too that yes. he recolored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good cool. there. Uh, Infinity stuff. 39, we've got Immortal Hulk number two and three. Um, really nice Alex Ross covers. One of mm-hmm. them kind of pulling the hard-boiled thing where someone has shot through the Hulk and you see someone through him. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. oh, and, an, and number two is, um, I don't know, is that the Radioactive Man? Or I'm not sure who that is. Kind of choking out Banner, but then underneath the water you see Hulk. Kind of coming up. I really oh, like yeah. the kind of detail mm-hmm. in that one. Yeah. Looks really nice. Yeah, I, it's cool. green like radioactive man, but it doesn't. Yeah, but like he really looks pretty look bulky. Like, yeah, he yeah, wasn't emaciated like that. Almost looks like blight from Batman Beyond or Doctor mm. Phosphorus or something from DC. Huh. That wasn't sure who that was supposed to be. Yeah. Or maybe it's just yeah. somebody new. Could be. Yeah, uh, still not sure what the title is referring to. Right. Yeah. But I guess we'll sure. find out when yeah. it comes out. On, I don't know what page this is because there's no page numbers. Page 50. Yeah. <laughs> We've got some uh, uh, Fantastic yeah. Four True Believers mm-hmm. coming out. Right. Uh, there's some really good, good stories yeah, here. So these are definitely worth stuff. picking up. Yeah. The, mean, go ahead. No, it's just like these are dollar reprints and there's no way you're getting these books no. for a dollar. <laughs> but, you <laughs> know what I mean? So that Fantastic Four number five, which is the first Doctor Doom, mm-hmm. that book has just skyrocketed here lately when really? the rumors started with Marvel getting back. So that everybody yeah. assumes that Doom will be one of the first villains they bring back. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that book and is getting close to being like in a higher grade, like a $10,000 book. Wow, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, so, I mean, I... I yeah. 
and I, I got a buddy who's got a 7.0 graded copy of it. And he, oh, yeah. I mean, and he won't take less than seven grand for it at this point. Really? So it's a, uh, yeah. yeah. But you get Fantastic Four number one oh, for yeah. a buck. You get uh, FF 48. So you got the first Galactus and more importantly Silver Surfer in issue 48. Mm. You've got, you got the, the first Herbie. Herbie. <laughs> <loves Herbie. laughs> okay, yeah. I miss I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> you got the you got the wedding issue. You got the Hulk versus one of the, mm. I guess that's the first Hulk versus Thing fight. Yeah. Oh no, that's not the first no. one, is it? No, that's no, a that later one. That's a later one. Yeah. Yeah. You got, you got the, the what if with Spider-Man mm-hmm. joining. Yeah. And I think you have the first, yeah, the first of the new FF from reprinting yeah. FF 347. Mm-hmm. I think, is that the first Walter Simonson FF issue there in the upper right hand corner? I, uh, maybe. Or, so that was a good run on the Fantastic yeah. Four. Yeah. So yeah, Fantastic Four is a book I'll check out when you have a good oh, yeah. team on it. Mm-hmm. You know what yes. I mean? You really yeah. got to yeah. have creative people working on that to make that work. Yeah, I mean, just for, you know, people that interested in marvel i mean just that fantastic four number one picking that yeah, up for a absolutely. buck i mean that's what started this oh, whole yeah. marvel superhero thing was that fantastic four number one marvel's first family you know that was the first and the first dr doom story is one of the silliest things you'll ever read in your entire <laughs> life so right? but uh you still that's that's where he started from it all it all came from it all comes from there so mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, i don't know right. we've got daredevil 605 coming out kind of continuing the uh i don't know if anybody's reading this right now i've been picking up the legacy it's been really good um don't want to give away any spoilers or anything but this looks like this will be a good issue with the storyline they're doing right now so let's see here's one scott wants yeah Mm -hmm. i'm turning the page 55 century number two we Mm, talked about that last last time but page 69 we've got x classified number one i don't know what this is i don't know who's working on this i don't know what the cover is I know it's four dollars though. So back to on sixty two and sixty two and sixty three, you've got Punisher two twenty seven and two twenty eight, and I thought we were done with Punisher in the War Machine armor, but no, he's this back is, this and he's fighting Iron it Man, up, isn't it? Because it's, they're getting ready to start a new Punisher book. Well, and they in the last months they previewed that he was going to go start going after some of the remnants from the Secret Empire storyline, mm-hmm. but they didn't imply anything about the War Machine armor no. in those stories. So it's back at least for him to deal with Iron Man right. and Tony Stark for an issue. Maybe then it'll yeah. be put a, put to rest. So yeah, because I heard a pitch for the new series saying that like now, like at this point he won't have the armor, but he'll still have this desire to go after bigger fish. Right. You know, oh, so yeah. that could be some cool stories, yeah. like going after dictators and things like that. Huh. I don't know what it is about that character, but I generally enjoy the Punisher's book. So it's yeah. uh, uh, let's see. I'm there. I don't think till page one hundred. What is this? Page 97, I guess. We've got a uh, Gladiator Hulk statue from yeah. uh, Thor Ragnarok, which says it's two feet tall, right. and they put the Marvel Select Hulk action figure next to it for scale. It'd be nice if I knew how big that figure right. was. <laughs> you have no idea how big the statue apple is. Next to that yeah, I'll put an apple next to it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'll probably pick one of those up just out of curiosity because... You know, if you're buying a 24-inch tall statue from Sideshow, you're looking at probably a $600 statue. Right. You know, so this is retail at half of that, you know, so it'll be cool to look at anyway, you know, so I probably will get one of those. Page 101, you have Silver Surfer by Dan Slott and Mike Allred Omnibus. I believe this is all... I don't know, there was like, I don't know, 30 issues or so of their run on this title, which while it was going on was probably Marvel's best book. 
Um, even a little bit better than Thor was during this time. So uh, if you have not, and what's nice about the Silver Surfer story is that you don't have to have any idea what's going on in the rest of the Marvel yeah, universe. Yeah. You can read this on its own. If you are a Doctor Who fan, this has a very Doctor Who along with the companion feel to it, but it is an outstanding uh, story and I highly recommend it. Of course, you probably get it in paper trades you can kind of break right. it up just a little bit because 75 dollars even with the 20 percent off to, right. can be yeah. a pretty big hit at one time for this but uh, i'm planning on picking this up just to have it on the shelf so yeah, yeah and i've nice. just recently gone back and started reading these and this is really good, Ron. good. Really yeah i'm really good. enjoying this so, tell right. me if your eyes stay dry when you get to the last issue so <laughs> i'm gonna find out how hard your heart is so. uh, i think one book came close but i've never actually come to tears over reading a comic book yet right. after 30 some years <laughs> all right <laughs> page uh, 103 we got another uh, black panther trade so this mm -hmm. is from the tanakisi coach run and it's been a solid book for marvel and, uh, 108 109 we've got some more ant-man Ant collections stuff. coming out in time for the movie I think some of these might have been in last month's catalog, but they're here again. Page 110, start with some Venom trades. Uh, oh, yeah. Of course, we got the Venom. What did you guys think of the Venom trailer? Oh, yeah. Uh, that's going to be that's movie of the year right there, guys. That's going to yeah. sweep the Oscars. <laughs> Is that's going to be the breakthrough hit. <laughs> Is it, does it look as bad to you guys as it looks to me? It looks like a 90s superhero yeah, movie. It do, it does. do you think... Spider-Man's going to appear in it at all? Well... I mean, he's not in any of the trailers, right? right? Well, I think... Probably not because he. Oh, that's the other thing too. Yeah. Is that going to be? I assume that's continuity. That's, he probably won't be, will he? Yeah, uh, because I don't know. I guess it depends on when. I guess it depends on what when what the movie the takes place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so, I'd heard before that Tom Holland was supposed to have a I cameo too, in it, but that might Again, explain the lack knows, of it. Yeah, but his his origin separate from Spider Man really doesn't make a whole lot of no, sense. To right. Me, so. Yeah. And I'm and, and then what's his motivation for being a Spider Man villain? Yeah. If it's not, you know what I mean? Right. Then he's just an anti hero or a crazy guy. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think it does anything, that trailer does anything to dispel the rumors that we're going to get five minutes of Venom no. at the end of that movie. Yeah, that's totally what it feels you know? like. Yeah. Just like. And I'm not super impressed with Tom Hardy either myself. I don't, yeah. know, about, I don't know about everybody else. But, oh, yeah. yeah. But, however, if you would like a copy of the Venom poster, yes, there's a stack of probably yeah. about 40 or more here. You can come by Campus yep. Comics and, and pick one up. And I think Mike won't even charge you I for it. I will not. He might even give you a dime to take one. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on with you. Give them to your friends, light your bird cages with them, you knock yourself out. Page 116. You got anything for 116? Nope. All right, so 116, uh, this, you know, Dan just mentioned Daredevil, so here's the most recent trade. Uh, uh, volume 6, or the Wilson Fix, the guy's the mayor of New York. It's been a pretty good story. Charles Soule writing that. On 125, we've got a collection of Brute Force, which was a mini series from 1990, 91, something like that, mm. with uh, some anthropomorphic uh, characters in there. Um, I picked this up off the newsstand when I was a kid and read the first couple. Uh, I think the story with this was that uh, Marvel had had a hand in developing the Transformers and G.I. Joe toy lines back in the 80s. And this was supposed to be them not working backwards like they did with those, but creating their own property. So this was supposed to be a toy line that just never happened. Oh. And all we ever got was this miniseries, apparently. Hmm. So, but it is like a kangaroo, a dolphin, a lion, a bear, and an eagle, and sort of like mech suits. And I think it had sort of like an environmental theme. And there was a team of bad animals that they fought to, I remember. <laughs> but yeah, this uh, concept didn't Sounds, have very much steam. Yeah. I'm not sure why. 
we're getting this now. Um, it also collects the power pachyderms one shot, which I think <laughs> I think we've got that in the back room. I, I know I saw no, that when we were really. sorting. That's funny. But just another sort of funny animal book, Marvel parody kind of thing, sort of like uh, Spider-Ham is. Gotcha. Huh. Getting some random Secret Invasion, Rise of the Skulls, trade paperback on 126. Cloak and Dagger, I guess, in preparation for the TV show. Starting to put some of that stuff out. Yep. Yeah. I'm, that's all I had oh, in Marvel, okay. so yeah, you yeah. guys can finish it up. On so. 137, we've got the uh, Marvel Graphics comic box. It's the art from the Amazing Spider-Man number one series coming out. looks mm-hmm. kind of nice. Right. And uh, on the last page, we've got the uh, Marvel posters. Mm-hmm. There's some Fantastic Four posters. Now we're back to the here's a listing with no picture. Yep. Right, yeah. But what bugs me is we've got Fantastic Four by Kirby classic poster. What is that? Right. I want to see that. There's right. only, what, a hundred and something covers that you could actually choose yeah, from? Yeah, there's only 102 <laughs> issues he did of that yeah. book. Mm-hmm. And pinups and annuals and whatever else. Right. But, like, when you recolor Kirby stuff now, it looks really good. Like, mm-hmm. they really put the effort into it. I really <laughs> like that kind of stuff. So I definitely want to see what this poster is. Well, right. that that may be – maybe we'll actually see those next month. Because, yeah, because they're not on sale to – well, no, it's June, July. So yeah. I guess not. I don't know what I'm talking about. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, FOC is the fourth yeah. of yeah. June, right? Yep. It says, and then so on sale seven four, and there's a Fantastic Four number one. You know, looks like an right. Outsiders variant cover, probably mm-hmm. that we haven't seen. That's nope. that's probably a cool image if right. I had to guess. <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll he doesn't him. he doesn't seem to phone it in with Fantastic Four stuff. No, nope. so. seems to have a soft spot. All right, and I think that's that it for Marvel. Marvel. So, well, do you know? Uh, do you know about what you're reading in Marvel? I'll, I'll give what I'm all. actually getting in print. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you mine first, and okay. you can be thinking about it. So, like, I'm still reading Thor, Captain America, Punisher, Black Panther, and Daredevil are the books that I'm primarily reading. And I was reading Silver Surfer, but it's over. Right. So, I get the Star Wars books. I get that entire line. Uh, I've been reading Daredevil. I'm getting weighed on Captain America. I'll probably pick up the issue one mm-hmm. with Coates. I'll, mm-hmm. Who knows if I'll stick with it after that. Mm-hmm. Uh I think that's about it. Marvel two and one. Oh yeah, yeah two and one. one. Two yeah. and one's been really good. Mm-hmm. But again, leading up to an FF, FF book. Sure. God, you think yeah. how much longer you think Marvel two and one will go after Fantastic Four starts? I wonder how long it'll be Thing and Johnny. I wonder if they just switch the characters after that. If they'll just keep it going as an anthology. Okay. It mm. seems like I don't know. It seems like mainstream superhero books can't do anthologies anymore for some reason. Right. It seems like they never can make it last. <laughs> uh, but it's been really good. And Zdarsky isn't writing the monthly, right? It's somebody else. Oh yeah, it's Slot, right? Yep. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. like, I'm fine with him staying on that book for as long as he wants, because he can write these characters very well, mm-hmm. you know. All right, so we want to jump into the main, main book. Main catalog. So. So. First page. First page. page. You'll flip for previews. New and improved? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's improved. Proof. It's new. Yeah, it's new. new. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's that. So, the, we got the, what? They still have the free comic book day books. Yeah, they yeah. do. I don't know. You want to yeah, talk about the uh, sure. free comic book day? How that um, went? Yeah, free comic book day, and you know, been talking about it leading up to free comic book day, which, as we record this, was just the past Saturday. This is a Wednesday night, so it was just a previous Saturday, and it was a it was a great day. Just really want to thank everybody for coming in, um, including Matt uh, Martin. That you know helped me a lot because there was no way I could keep up and uh, Matt Miller who came in and did the free sketches he had a good time I think and just everybody that came in and that's truly truly appreciated as a retailer that 
you know, people came in and got their free stuff, but people came in and bought stuff too, you know, yeah, so that's that's, that's really appreciated. So we all like just, free books, but yeah, come on, don't, yeah. be, don't be cheap. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, spend a quarter, you know what I mean? But no, it, it went really well. It was a good time. What about yours, Dan? You, I know you had your road trip. Yeah. We've got a tradition of a trip that goes back probably over 10 years now, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was a good time. Uh-huh. We, you know, did you know, we have our routine, and we went and saw Avengers Infinity War in the IMAX. And, and were you guys able to avoid spoilers? I was able to through? avoid spoilers, and I thought day. for sure it would be like our last stop or something before. Right. Uh, yeah. Similar thing to that is I have a coworker at my day job. Went and saw the movie, had avoided all the spoilers, went to the bathroom before the movie. Somebody coming out ruined something for him in the bathroom <laughs> before oh, the movie. My. Yeah. So, yeah, be considerate right, is yeah. the lesson there. Um, right. We even went so far as to put a sign on our door here the Saturday before because <laughs> neither one of us had seen it. Right. To say, wow. no spoilers, please. But, yeah, yeah. I knew I wasn't going to avoid free comic book day getting it spoiled. So I oh, decided yeah. pretty much that Wednesday to see it either that Wednesday or that Thursday. But I'm an old guy, so I based my choice of nights to go on when the earliest showing was so it was pretty much run home and then run back for the seven o'clock showing but yeah it was yeah and then a bunch stuff. of my co-workers were giving me a hard time about avoiding talking it about it around me and, right uh, turns out they had a bunch of questions for me that they had to ask me yeah i'll usually give those about a week and at that yeah. point running and owning a owning and running and working in a comic book store yeah. I'm going to give myself, you know, a week or so, and then if it gets spoiled, that's kind of on me. Yep. You know what yep. I mean? So I'm not yeah, There's definitely that. personal responsibility. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, um, on page 28 of the catalog, just real quick, we have Comic Shop Tales Book 1 Grand Opening, which is a collection of the comic strips that are featured in Previews Magazine. So oh. if you like those, you can get a collection of those. All right. <laughs> there are uh, there are comic strips in Previews Magazine? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Wow. We okay. Pat, we go mm. buy it every yeah. month. Mm-hmm. It's in the okay. beginning here. Okay, yeah, I do that. Great. (laughs) I usually read it just as we're going through it. Okay. Well, the the whole reason we kind of started off talking about this with Free Comic Book Day is the books are still offered, apparently, in this catalog. So if there were any books that you didn't get on Free Comic Book Day that you would like to have, um, just, you know, stop in, give me a call, whatever, and we'll see if we can get them for you. I mean, I still have Free Comic Book Day books here, uh, as well as the... uh, DC Nation number zero that we gave away on free comic book day. So the stuff that's here, that's free, con- I will still give that away. So if there's some stuff you want, stop in, see if we have it. And I'd even look into ordering some stuff for you if yeah. there's stuff you didn't get. Yeah, so. and as far as still giving it away, a lot of stores charge for that after free comic book day. Like, it's mm-hmm. usually not much, but most other stores will start charging you for that stuff like if you go online this stuff's on yeah. ebay now yeah but yeah. but if you uh if you get a free comic book you also have to take a venom poster that's right <laughs> <laughs> that is the caveat the caveat there you go it's not a complimentary poster it's a mandatory, mandatory poster. Right. <laughs> you just start putting them in your bags and just automatically were, put one in oh yeah, yeah and there were people like can i have one of these yes can i yes. have two? five, five yes, dollars you can. Yes. <laughs> so. All right. Ready for image? Yeah, I guess. Did, I anybody, did anybody read any free comic book day books? I, did not. I haven't gotten around to reading any okay. of them yet. Uh, so. I read mine. I really like all, just about all of them. What'd you, know? you get? The... Uh, I got quite a few. Uh, 
what kind of stood out for me was the Dark Horse, I think it was the Overwatch book. Oh, uh-huh. But it had a backup story featuring Black, Black Hammer, Hammer yeah. which I hadn't read any of that, and I really didn't, wasn't even really familiar with the concept, but mm-hmm. I really liked that. Yeah. So I might start going back and get some of those books, mm-hmm. checking that out. A which lot is of people like point. Black Hammer. Yeah. So, I read yeah. the first Tradesworth, and it's really good. Uh, I really like it. Um DC Nation was okay. It was good. It's almost like mandatory reading if you're reading DC, just yeah. to know what's going on. I haven't had a chance to read any of them yet, yeah. so I'm going to so. try to read DC Nation tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. So, But, you know, typically they're decent stories. You know, people are trying to put their best foot forward with yeah. these books, so right. usually decent reads. The uh, SpongeBob and Simpsons Bongo books are always really good. Mm-hmm. It's always worth picking up. So we want to start off with Image, image then? Yeah, yeah so sure. Page uh, 42, you have Farmhand number one, which sounds like an exciting book. Yeah. <laughs> right. But it is from uh, Chew Creator, and they kind of advertise it as a, you know, a Soylent Green style story. Mm-hmm. So once I saw that, I thought, oh, yeah, I'll definitely give that a shot. So yeah. I'm in for Farmhand number one at least. And uh, Rob Guillory, wasn't he the artist behind Chew? Is that who that is? I think so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The Image Comics Chew, which yep. was an interesting book that's now over by yeah. Image. But I, that didn't last very long in Chew. Yeah. Once he took a bite out of something, I said, nope, <laughs> I'm not reading yeah. this anymore. <laughs> I was done. Uh, yeah. But it's a very interesting concept. So Right. Uh, <laughs> okay. I don't have anything else in Image till page 86. So uh, On page 62, we have Bloodstrike number 24 that I'm kind of looking forward to. I'm a little bummed out, though. Because it looks like uh, Michael Fife from uh, Copra is only doing three issues. And huh. I saw, seen an interview with him where he was talking about how Bloodstrike never got to their fast-forward issue 25. So it looks <coughs> like all he's doing is filling in that gap. Uh, so number 25 came out years ago. And so it looks like he's just sort of continuing that, finishing up that story. Gotcha. Uh, I kind of hope he comes back and does more because I really like his work. So mm. it'd be cool seeing him do some more mainstream kind of stuff. On uh, 77, we've got Moonshine number 12, which uh, looks like it finishes up this story, so I'm assuming this book will be going on hiatus again. Hopefully not for too long, because I really like that, but I do like that they are responsible enough to get it out monthly when it's coming out. I don't think there's been any delays with that, really. Which is always a danger with creator-owned stuff. They don't really have an editor pushing them, so you've got to give it to those creators that... Keep on the schedule. Yeah. Well, I've lost my page number, okay. so maybe I well, was... Well, 94 is uh, the Quantum Age from the World of Black Hammer, which I think this is what the Free Comic Book Day story was setting up, it looks like. So it's like a new uh, series with that. And it says it's ongoing. I assumed it was going to be a miniseries, but apparently not. Well, somewhere in the image section, they've got a new printing for the Spawn trade paper first trade paperback and that is still a book that whenever i every single convention i'll have two or three people ask for spawn back issues so i thought i had it listed as on page 86 but it's definitely not on page 86 so i don't know where it where it went to huh so it has i think it has a new cover or at least a different cover uh, by todd mcfarland so if you're wanting to pick up those first few stories that is that is in this month's book so I'll keep looking Somewhere. while you guys okay. finish up Here. Image. Yeah, I think I'm good. I think that's all I've got in Image. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> we didn't buy you any time at yeah, all. Yeah, go on yeah. Dark Horse then, and I'll see if oh, I can track shoot. it down. Yeah, I was already oh. in Dark Horse. The Black Hammer's in Dark Horse. Here you go, Scott. Oh, yeah. On page 56. Wow, I was totally wrong on my... Oh, I put an 8 instead of a 5. Okay, so it's on page 56. So there it is. All right, good. There you go. I wasn't insane. Okay, Maybe I still no. am insane, but <laughs> it actually is in the catalog this time. Right. So. <laughs> 
anyway. All right, so Dark Ayala. I've got yeah. nothing to 109. So On 106, we've got uh, Usagi Ojimbo, Teenage Ninja Turtles, Complete Collection. Uh, looks like this is collecting the um, crossover miniseries they've done in specials with Usagi Ojimbo and the Turtles. So uh, some of those are probably not too easy to find anymore. So we've got a whole volume there of them. On uh, 108, we've got Crime and Volume 1 by Roger <laughs> Langridge. Uh, he did the really good Muppets book, Muppets book a few years ago and did uh, Fred the Clown and some other really good books. So looks like this is just a creator-owned prod, you know, property of his. Have so either of you ever used the word Crime and before? Crime and... Yes. yes. I, mean, I have as well. So yeah. Okay, all right. And, the, and it's a variant Crime and Nitley. Crime and Nitley. <laughs> no, I'm not familiar with Crime and Nitley. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Page, uh, page 109, you have the Steven Universe Adult mm-hmm. Coloring Book, Volume 1. Mm-hmm. Not so, for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily agree with that. But, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So, it's for your for those of you who are so inclined. And I know Steven Universe is popular with a lot of people. Yeah. So, that's all I had in Dark Horse. Uh, oh, I've got on page 124, we have the Mystery Science Theater 3000 coaster set mm-hmm. yeah. featuring the logo and uh, some drawings of the robots by Steve Vance, who used to work on Simpsons comics and does all the uh, DVD artwork for the Mystery Science Theater box sets. And, and we've got a mug, mug with the logo and the uh, satellite of lug- love on the back. <laughs> so some nice MST merchandise that I'm getting a drought of now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not having anything for 20 years. Yeah. Uh, catch up. Oh, they did the... DC checklist in the main book too on yeah. page 128 and 129. So that's kind of uh, IDW. IDW. I've only got one thing in IDW. 137. So. Uh, 137 or 132. We have Transformers Unicron, and this is kind of spinning out of their free comic book day offering. Uh, again, that was pretty good. They're seems like they're wrapping up their Transformers line with Unicron coming and eating everybody i guess Uh, that's kind of what he does so i assume they'll be rebooting after this but they haven't made any uh, commitments to that yet Mm -hmm. i know their main transformers universe that's been ongoing for a while is wrapping up you know lost light optimus prime those are ending here soon Okay. One one thirty seven. Uh, last month I got to mention ROM probably for the last time. This month I get to mention Micronauts probably for the last time <laughs> because they have the complete uh, IDW Micronauts story uh, traded into one book. So Micronauts into the microspace. Oh man, on Free Comic Book Day we were talking about ROM and talking about you, and I can't remember why. Now I was going to tell you, <laughs> probably uh, making totally fun of me. Forgot. I'm sure. No, so no, something about ROM. <laughs> <laughs> well, that first ROM book. Issue one has gotten hot for some oh, reason. I, when I see that on like uh, uh, people, people one they have ROM number one on their walls behind their mm-hmm. behind their tables, and they usually have twenty to thirty bucks on the first yeah. issue, huh. which is a shock to me. Are you uh, sure it's not sense? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm pretty relatively confident. <laughs> but it, you know, it does have a Frank Miller cover, which a lot of people oh, forget about. Yeah. But uh, I guess there's a rumor that Hasbro. Hasbro, oh, they're maybe going to do a universe. movie universe or something, so yeah. people are maybe they're jumping on that. Yeah. Bit. So, yeah. So could, there could be hope for Rom. Yeah. <laughs> uh. who, who do you get to voice Rom in a Rom movie? I've never even thought about that. Dude. <laughs> who uh, else is going to wonder about that? Uh, wow. I'll, I'll try to come up with an answer for All next right. time okay. so we can talk about Rom in the next episode yeah, okay. as well. So. <laughs> on uh, page 150, we've got Star Trek Next Generation uh, Terror Incognita. And I think this is spinning out of the Through the Mirror storyline that's going on right now. 
this month as we're recording. Uh, it looks like someone from the Mirror Mirror universe stays behind in their regular universe and makes their way on board the Enterprise. And spoilers, it looks like it's Barkley. <laughs> so, sort of the passive character everybody would overlook and probably would be the easiest to replace. So that's, I would assume that'll be a decent story. Do you think whenever they're putting five issues in a single month that they're hurting themselves? Because like they, like they had the, what, the mirror, what was it for Star Trek last time? The mirror. Broken mirror. Broken, yeah. The last yeah. one. And then, you know, you said that the sales were real low for mm-hmm. Man of Steel because maybe mm-hmm. people just don't want to drop 15 that to could, 20 bucks could be. in a single month. That's, mm-hmm. you know, more than or a good portion of their budget for a month. Mm-hmm. That could be so, part of it. Could be. Um, okay. My thing with specifically with the star trek book was um broken mirror had some delays right i know going in this is weekly they're going to have it done mm-hmm. yeah these are going to ship you know you don't see weekly books falling behind typically mm-hmm. you know now i don't know how that speaks to the quality of the books necessarily right. but like i when i saw that i was excited because i'm like oh good i'm not gonna have to wait for this story i'm gonna have it every week but I you would know. be thinking, okay, they got it all done, and they're going to put it in a trade in a single single volume within a right. month or two oh, after that. Sure. So it's like, I mean, why that's, wait? That's, that's anything, wait. though. Yeah. Right. We were just talking about the lack of gap between Oops. story arcs are wrapping up and trades or hardcovers being out. There used to be, like, a pretty good delay. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, not anymore. Those days no, are down. Boom, time. boom, yeah. boom. Get the trade on the shelf. And I know that, kind of throwing back to Marvel, I know – a lot of their books, they really don't care how, like, for instance, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur sells month to month right. because those trades right. sail like hotcakes, like, right. you know, off mm-hmm. of, you know. Well, you know, they subsidize it with the monthly book, and that's profit for them. Right. Yep. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. So. so on uh, 163, I thought it was interesting, we've got a new printing of Bram Stoker's Dracula adaptation from the early 90s. Oh, wow. yeah. But mm-hmm. it is written by Roy Thomas, Thomas and drawn by Mike Mignola. Yeah, okay. yeah. And I think, I think Topps Comics did this back in the day. Really? I don't remember. I think huh. that's who it was. And, um, you know, IDW is reprinting it now. So huh. first off, it's rare that there's ever a good movie adaptation. I don't know how this one is. I never picked it up. But to see one printed... And then reprinted. 25 years later, Mm -hmm. you know, or whatever it's been. Back to page 161, you got Rick Veach's Brack Pack. This is kind of like a deconstruction of, like, sidekicks or whatever. Rick Veach doesn't get the credit, like, that Alan Moore and Frank Miller do for kind of the the deconstruction of superheroes. Uh, But he was really one of the first. uh, Solicited on page 160 is, I think, the last issue of the one, which was another. That was more of a superhero, you know, in the Cold War uh, deconstruction of superheroes as well it's, but you hear about more and miller more than you hear about rick veach but oh, for sure but those are both pretty solid stories so 168 this is one of those where you wonder why it's taking them so long to do this but have they done a jim lee artifact edition in any Not of them before that i'm aware of yeah so yeah, i don't think so that does a lot you know jim lee's known for his pencils <laughs> and uh, uh real really nice looking and mm-hmm. then I uh, turn over to page 170. There are four Jack Kirby artist editions, New Gods, Forever People, Mr. Miracle, and Commandi. So I wonder, I'm curious to know if that's the whole first issue of Commandi that's that's in that particular, uh, yeah. and, or how many issues there are. They don't give any descriptions of them. Right. But you can't you can't get the Commandi hardback anymore. 
because it's out no, of print. Right. So or they collected all. And that. as expensive as these artist editions are, if this is the first few issues of that, uh huh, that might be the least expensive way right now to actually get yeah. get those stories. Yeah. So and typically the artist edition is the full story, right? Because uh-huh. it's the artifact. It's just random sampling yeah. of different. And it's parts, a so. 160 pages, so that would yeah. be. 32, Six, five issues, maybe? Five, yeah, five. Yeah, mm-hmm. five exactly. Well, it says so. here it costs pie, so I assume that's $3.14 <laughs> yeah. and whatever. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Nope. I believe that means please inquire, yeah. which is Aren't those size. usually like 125 yeah, or something like, like that? Yeah, they're like 150, somewhere in there, okay. yep. Um, so, that's so all I had in IDW. Okay. So, on to Dynamite. Uh, we've got Project Superpowers Super number zero. Ten cents. Ten cents. Probably what you, these characters' books originally cost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Golden Age. This is their uh, mm-hmm. public domain superhero titles that they did a few years ago that I really like, so I'm yeah. kind of glad they're bringing it back. Right. And still have one of the coolest character designs ever, I think, in the Black Terror. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just very, very cool. And uh, like I said, that a couple pages after that, we've got the omnibus of the first volume of the Project Superpowers and I think this has all the miniseries. And, oh, I don't think they have all the spinoff stuff they did, it looks like. But, you know, a good omnibus that features, you know, just about everything. And it's a lot of these characters sort of reimagined by Alex Ross and mm-hmm. sort of his updates on some of these designs and things. Uh, after that, we've got Elvira, number one. I assume that's based on the Oak Ridge Boys song. Yeah. Is, that, is that what that is? It's like an adaptation of their story up, or something? Um, Papa, Mau, Mau. That, mm-hmm. I think that's what that is. Yep, I would say so. Eternally popular. Page 184, um, The Switch. Have either of you guys ever heard of this before? No. No. I thought that was, is it a new thing or has this been around? Well, that's what I'm trying to decide. Several years ago, this artist, uh, I think it's Tom Tom Wynn, I believe is his name. I think he was actually at a convention in Metropolis. Mm -hmm. And I... I'm certain that I saw some artwork from this either like oh, yeah. on his Instagram page or something, but this has been several years huh. and I'm wondering if this is just now coming out. So I'm, I'm kind of curious about that. Yeah. I just assumed it was some new thing, but I didn't really pay too much attention to it. Okay. Yeah. I, I was just curious if either of you had heard anything. Of no. It before, so. no. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> on uh, 189, we've got James Bond case files, volume one. And it looks like this collects some of the uh, one shots they've been doing with dynamite. Uh, I read the first arc of James Bond. I wasn't too crazy about it, but I've gone back and read some of the others, and I do really like the one-shots they've been doing. might be time for me to go back and give this book another chance, because I know the Solstice and M one-shots in here are both really good stories. I don't have anything until page 302, so you guys take it for a while. Yeah, that's it for me and Dynamite, I think. And uh, boom, on page 218, we've got the uh, Thrilling Adventure Hour number one. And I know this is kind of based on the podcast, and I think it's like a live show you can go to, too, or something huh. that they do. But, yeah, if you're a fan of that, you might want to check this out. And then they have the uh, Thrilling Adventure Hour, a spirited romance uh, trade that they've done previously that's going to be available. Okay, I said I didn't have anything, but this is just a comment on, like, 220, uh, Power Rangers. And apparently Power Rangers are still popular because, yes. I mean, there were people in here on Free Comic Book Day asking for Power Rangers, mm-hmm. and I've Power had people Rangers asking stuff. about Power Rangers at conventions. Yeah, and there's a lot of buzz around that shattered grid thing that started where supposedly one of the original Rangers dies, and they'd ship that in blind bags and the variant, oh, yeah. you know, depending oh, okay. on what variant you got. Hmm. Real pricey book, you know. Like, huh. I think the Green Ranger variant's like a hundred bucks on eBay. Hmm. You know, it's just um, like 
And so. you can see him at a Wizard World convention near you. Oh, yeah, he definitely <laughs> does the convention. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> On uh, 225 with Boom, we've got uh, Lucas Stand, Inner Demons collection. Uh, I just point that out because it's written by Kurt Sutter, who did uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. And today they released a teaser trailer for the Mayans spinoff show he's doing. Huh. So that'll be starting up in the fall. So we had some Sons of Anarchy comics before. We might yep. be getting some Mayans ones. Yeah. So is that a rival gang, I take it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From the show. Gotcha. On uh, 229, we've got Fraggle Rock number three. <laughs> and it's written and illustrated by Art Balthazar of oh, uh, Tiny nice. Titans and All uh-huh. Yeah Comics. And he's uh, going to be at Metropolis Superman Celebration yeah. oh, this year. Oh, so, cool. yeah. He's and, been before, but... Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, I'm not sure if he's been doing this book. Because I know I've seen it in here, I just maybe didn't pay attention, yeah. but or maybe he's just doing this issue. Maybe I don't know. But yeah, they do huh. some. Him and uh, Franco do some good uh, kids yeah. books, you know, all ages kind of stuff. Yep. Uh, I think that's it for boom, boom, boom. Murray. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't have anything till the sort of indie books, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm 302. So what page are you at? Okay, I'm on 250. Okay, you're still ahead of me. So uh, we've got, from Alternate Comics, we have Psycho KO, number one, mm-hmm. with uh, Super Earth's Greatest Hero is here, according to this. Psycho KO is the fourth wall breaking pinball addicted motorcycle riding hero you've been waiting for. <laughs> so it looks like it might just be a kind of a fun, crazy book, and it's only $1.50. Oh, so cool. definitely not breaking the bank checking that book out. That's half of what even a cheap comic will cost you anymore. Right. Uh, 271. We've got Archie meets Batman 66 number one. Oh, yeah. Again, they're sort of relegating Batman 66 to crossovers now, yeah. but this could be a really good book. I'm definitely going to pick this up. Got some good variant covers. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got Mike Howard and art. Francesco Fregavia and different guys. Mm-hmm. So they'll probably be a fun book to pick up. And I feel like those are two properties that'll probably go together pretty I well. Would think, yeah, yeah, I think so. Sensibility, yeah. And you cool. know, we just had the Betty, Veronica, Harley Ivy book yep. kind of wrap up. Mm-hmm. So we're getting another one. On a 290 from Bongo Comics, we've got Futurama Annual Number 1. And I don't think they haven't been doing the Futurama comic no, for a while, right? No, it's been really so, sporadic. It's been pretty gone for a while. Yeah, yeah, so you've got an annual one right here if you want to get your Futurama comic fix. 302? No, go ahead. Me? You? Yeah. Me? All right, so 302, they have a bunch of Wonder Woman young readers, including some kind of like what used to be called Choose Your Own Adventure style books. These are, how do they describe them? The uh, You Choose. So there's like Wonder Woman, Tales of Paradise Island, uh, Wonder Woman, like, okay, Jet Powered Justice. There's a whole uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, five, and there's like ten different um, Wonder Woman young reader stories. So if you're looking for a and uh, and a few Justice League as well thrown mm-hmm. in there. So I thought those were kind of interesting. Three oh seven, three oh six. Okay. From the Combo Legal Defense Fund, we have the CBLDF Summer Update 2018, which uh, says here is a magazine, not a comic book. But it's got a cover by uh, Mike Gowred featuring Madman and Nick Girl on it. So if you get all that stuff like I do, you might want to pick that up. And I was wrong on my page number. It's 304. They have uh, Rassled, R, not as in wrestling, Rassled, <laughs> but Rassled, <laughs> R-A-S-L, by Jeff Smith. Like this raz- is, Razzle, like the candy? Maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm mispronouncing <laughs> it, or maybe it's just R-A-S-L. Who knows? But uh, this is a story by Jeff Smith, who did Bone. Now, this is not a for children like Bone is. This is for mature readers, but it advertises itself as for fans of X-Files, Tesla, and Stranger Things. So they're trading the first... Um, story of that. I don't know if this has been traded before or not. I assume yes, but it's been so. quite a while since yeah. it's been out. 
So I'm maybe thinking about picking that up. Okay, and maybe they're in a, like a more common size because they used to be kind of oversized and unwieldy a little bit. But yeah, these are six by nine, so they're even smaller than a regular trade. So that might be good. On 324, I th thought it was kind of weird. We've got a listing for the Overstreet comic book price guide, volume 47, which is last year's. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> a couple pages before that, we've got 48, which is this year's. Mm -hmm. So I assume they're just trying to dump the stock yeah, they've got. So. so if you're wanting to buy a price guide, though, probably just wait till the new one comes yeah. out yeah, at well. this point. Back on 312 and 313, I thought this was kind of nifty. Uh, you can get a Batman's uh, issue 50 signed by Tom King from Dynamic Forces, mm -hmm. and it's only like 50 bucks. Of course, you could also get one signed by Frank Miller, but it's going to set you back 300 bucks. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's all on page 313, you can pick up a Captain America number one that's pre-CGC graded. I think they generally tell you that you'll get either a 9.6 or a 9.8 whenever you do this. And I, it looks like they're doing the Alex Ross cover for that for 90 bucks, mm -hmm. which would, you know, that'd be more than what you would, you know, pay doing it yourself. But you risk, you know, not necessarily getting the variant that you want and having a little bit, not necessarily getting the grade that you want out of it mm -hmm. either. So for those of you who are into the CGC grading, I don't have anything called 391. Well, 353 from uh, Lion Forge, which I think they're out of St. Louis. I believe oh, really? you are correct. There's a book called May. Mm -hmm. with, it's written by Mark Wade and art by Gene Ha. Huh. And I don't know if I've ever even heard of this. No. What page is that on? 390, or 353. 353. Yeah, it says volume two, number two. Uh, I don't know. You usually hear when Mark Wade's working on something. Mm -hmm. And Gene Ha's yeah. a really good artist, mm -hmm. too. So this might be a good book. Uh, it just seems weird. Something just must have flown out of the radar when it started. Okay. On uh, 358 from New England Comics, we've got uh, Tick B Big Blue Destiny, The Complete Works. And this is a collection of the Eli Stone book that from probably 15 years ago now or so. Uh, I think they just did the Tick and Arthur collection not too long ago. And so this is sort of at the same time. But again, this is another really good run of Tick stories. Not by Ben Edlund, but <clears throat> Eli Stone was a pretty good successor to him on those. On 370, we've got uh, probably the best title in this catalog, Alien Toilet Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> and it's issue two, so I don't know how I missed number one wild. of that. Wow. So mm. we'll see if that's still available. Omnimorphic. Uh, on, uh, what do we got here? Oh, on uh, 378, we have Reconstruction. Huh. <laughs> R-I-C-A-N, <laughs> Rican, yeah. as in Puerto Rican. Yeah, oh, so it's gotcha. a charity book, you know, to help oh. with the uh, victims of the uh, tornadoes and everything in Puerto Hurricanes Rico. primarily, Hurricanes, and, yeah. and they've been having still significant trouble. They had like an uh, island-wide power outage again for several yeah. days, like in the last few weeks. So. Yeah. So again, you know, I spend a lot of money on comic books. It's a pretty materialistic thing. It never hurts to pick up a book. Do some that, good with you know, it. at least some of the money will be going towards a good cause. Mm -hmm. On uh, 384, let's see. Oh, yeah. So there's this book called Stan Lee's Lucky Man, The Bracelet Chronicles. Either of you familiar with this? Because it says no. it's uh, an extension of the hit television series. Did he do a show called The Lucky Man? I've never heard Anybody, of it. I don't know. Is this a, like a new venture maybe he's doing or something? Because huh. I know it seems like every year he's got some other thing that pops up real quick. But like me. I've never heard of this. I don't know if it was an older thing he did maybe or what. I've, I've never heard of it. Okay. So. 
391. You got something for 389. Go ahead. From Titan, we've got some new Doctor Who stuff, and it mm-hmm. looks like they're bringing in the 13th Doctor. And I think that'll be like a new series they're doing. Okay. So if you want to get on the ground floor of that, maybe check those books out. And if you don't see the cover art, because it's yeah. a secret that about it's, the new Doctor. So it's a big we, surprise. Even though even we've though, seen her. And have known for, it feels like, a year or more. Probably. <laughs> Page 391, there is an Elric Ruby Throne Deluxe Edition. And I just mentioned this because mm-hmm. this is another title and... Um, that I've had a lot of people asking for at conventions. Oh, really? uh, specifically, I don't know if it's more Elric or more of the Michael Moorcock. But I have people coming in and saying, "Do you have any Michael Moorcock stuff?" And it's like, huh. maybe I don't know. And that right. didn't, even, you know, this didn't even occur to me. And people start flipping through. And it's like, oh, well, here's some. So hmm. uh, for some reason, Elric or or Michael Moorcock, one of the two, is is hot right now. So huh. page three ninety one. Here's a trade. So. People just into fantasy and I, stuff, looking for more stuff to get. I, I guess or, so. Uh, and like every single issue that I could, that I was able to find and pull out, they bought. Yeah. So uh, that experience here, a guy coming out in the Elric, I took him in the back room, dug around, found a few. He bought every one of them. Really? Yeah. yeah. So, so the, yeah, maybe, maybe there's a movie that, coming. I, I think I saw those too and didn't even think anything about it. Right. I'm yeah. like, oh, whatever. Well, yeah. it's probably there's probably a rumor of a movie or something, and people yeah. are thinking, oh, yeah, let's probably. let's you know let's get on the ground floor on that. So, but right. what for? So here here's a chance to maybe see what that's all about. On a 406 here, we've got a book book of uh, Jim Shooter conversations, and it looks like it's a collection of interviews and things with Jim Shooter. Uh, I don't know if anybody else followed up on this, but a few years ago he had a blog where he was just telling everything. <laughs> and he had some pretty crazy stories from working at Marvel and different jobs that he had, and it was it was crazy. <laughs> I don't know if he is still maintaining that. I doubt it. But like, if it was just a collection of that, that book would be worth picking up. <laughs> but again, this is probably some good interviews with him and things of his time at Marvel and it being young in the industry and stuff like that. I think he's going to be at a convention in Louisville, Kentucky, in oh, yeah. October or something. I'm I'm thinking about going just to. He's somebody. He's a creator I've not met oh, previously, yeah. so it'd be kind of cool to. Yeah, I got to think if he's doing a panel or anything there. Definitely, the, that'd yeah, be something. To something, check out. something to check out. Back on page four hundred four, there is from Tomorrow's Publishing. Kirby and Lee stuff said soft cover. So apparently, this is a collection. I guess from the Jack Kirby Collector Magazine, where they are sequentially like reprinting interviews that these these two have done where they've talked about each other huh. so you can kind of follow a timeline of what they've said about each other at different times <laughs> in history how things change. so yeah oh, how boy. things change oh, and how boy. things uh come back but uh, so if you're interested in a little bit more about that uh potential controversial area there on page uh, 404 and tomorrow's usually does some pretty oh, yeah. solid mm-hmm. pretty solid stuff so just back to jim shooter real quick if that guy doesn't have a podcast he definitely should. <laughs> so we'll just make this an open invitation. There you go. There you go. <laughs> if you want to come on here, yeah. Jim, and tell some tales out of school, we will be feel glad free. To listen. We will accommodate. Well, yeah. maybe if we uh, if we do go, if I do go down there, I can maybe uh, talk him into interview. an interview. Yeah. We can do a little interview. I can at least ask our basic questions, and we might yeah. want to come up with a few more for him to to ask. So on uh, four forty seven from Yen Press. Here's another crazy bear love story, apparently. A polar <laughs> bear in love, on? volume three. So I guess, I don't know, are bear love stories a subgenre I, <laughs> or something? If not, apparently they're becoming mm-hmm. one. Because yeah. this is uh, features the unlikely love story between a polar bear and a seal. Okay. 
I guess this is a thing. Well, all right. We're that food expanding chain. our horizons with previews every month. I'm uh, done with this side. I'm ready to flip whenever you guys are ready to flip. Uh, i got a couple more things, I think. Well, it's all... Oh, no, I don't. No, yeah. I said that's that's the manga section, yeah. so that ends the, the front side, so... So flip. Flip. On the count of three. One, One two, two, three. three. Flip. All right. <laughs> Knock over the microphone. Yeah, really. Yeah. That was the goal. We have a, yeah. we have a hard enough time with this setup. <laughs> if the um, person running it knew what he was doing, that would help a whole <laughs> lot. But he's a bit of a buffoon. On page eighteen, we've got the Batman Classic Series Alfred bust. Yes, very cool. Looks really nice. You don't get a lot of Alfred merchandise. Mm-hmm. Nope. Especially you know, it's like translucent APR. glasses. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> Jeffrey's getting one, so we'll get to Is check he? one out. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't have and anything on this side till one ten. So uh, you back can... to uh, Berg Comics from last year. Didn't the winners of the costume contest say they were going to dress up yes. as uh, Alfred and Aunt Harriet yes, this year? Yes, they oh, did. Okay. They actually used their money that they won for winning the costume contest to buy that Shakespeare bust bank that I had, and they oh. said they were going to use that as a prop. prop. And okay. cosplay is uh, Alfred and Aunt Harriet. Well, that's um, that's Clyde Hall. I cannot remember. Um, what her name is, but they they were <laughs> Ma and Pa Kent last yes, year. Yeah, it was a really cool costume. Now that was a really really cool costume last year, but I was super disappointed that Volstag and Sith yes. did not win because Volstag was really cool, really really good. So you can find pictures of those on the Bird Comics Facebook page if you would like to see what I'm talking about. Sorry. No, no. <laughs> on page 20, we've got another Batman Who Laughs statue. Yes. This one is a Bat or a DC Comic Gallery PVC mm-hmm. one. Uh, it's pretty detailed. Yep. Looks like it's kind of a nice sculpt. So here for especially for a PVC, a little more. Affordable. Yeah, and of course uh, capitalizing on the Venom that we were just talking right. about. Twenty one. That we have such high there. expectations Move, for. Movie of twenty eighteen. On uh, page thirty five, some more Batman merchandise. We've got the Batman animated uh, one six scale by uh, Mondo. Uh, I know if you're like my friend Tony Philippi and try to get their prints, you find out they sell out instantaneously, yes. basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's your chance to get some Mondo merchandise. Uh, this is a nice-looking figure. I'm not crazy about uh, lighting as far as the paint jobs go on figures. Oh, right. You've got some blue highlights that are just painted on here. Mm-hmm. But again, that might be something that just bugs me. I'm sure other people don't have a problem with it. But, right. you know, it looks like it's a decent figure. Mm-hmm. And pay, they're on 35, too. I guess that's the main solicit for it is the the penguin from the classic Batman yeah. TV series, you know. And Oh, there it is down. 34 and 30, bigger picture on 35. Uh, better picture on 35. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, Trevor Grove is the sculptor on these. And to me, he's just the best in the business at capturing likenesses. That's working right now, and that is just spot on perfect. Yeah, I think, I think that's a really good likeness on those. Here's, yeah. a, here's another weird thing about the Penguin. So I watched these shows a hundred times growing mm-hmm. up. Until it got to HD, I never realized there was this sort of fuzzy exactly. texture on yeah. the Penguin's vest. I know exactly. I never noticed that, but it's on here, and it's on all, all like the merchandise now and stuff. And when mm-hmm. I first saw that, I'm like, "What is that?" And then I yeah. realized it's always just been there. Yeah, I just could never no, see, it. see it. I never um, noticed it either. I can also see his fake nose though too oh, now. Yeah. So <laughs> there's, there's a there's a trade off. Yeah, but <laughs> no, it's just a really really nice piece there, as they all have been. Uh, after that, on page 36 is probably the thing I'm most excited for in this catalog. Is the Laser Blast Alien Collectible figure? 
This oh, was yeah. the last movie featured on Mystery Science Theater on Comedy Central. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was this crazy movie Laser Blast, and these are the stop-motion turtle aliens from oh, it. Oh, yeah. So I'm definitely picking up this figure. <laughs> you can look, you can roll your eyes all you want. Well, I just had no idea where you were going with <laughs> that. I, I was like, like, what? I was looking what? at everything on that page. Yeah, I was like, yeah, what what is I don't know. About? I couldn't I'm tell. I'm totally getting that. Uh, <laughs> no, I can, I can understand that. <laughs> on page uh, 40, we've got a Marvel Wolverine 1980 collector gallery statue. It's a really nice looking statue of Wolverine in his sort of old brown costume, which mm-hmm. was kind of the thing when I was growing yep. up. And then they switched to the, oh, we're back to his original costume. Original. That's cool. And it's been that way for 30 years. Right. <laughs> you know, so it's like, I kind of like the, the brown, brown suit when they bring it back now mm-hmm. and then. Mm-hmm. Agreed. That. The brown suit was in the Wolverine limb that four issue Claremont Miller yeah. series, right? Was that yeah. where that first was seen, or was that seen someplace uh, else before that? Uh, I would I think know. probably, but I, could, I, won't, I won't swear to it. No, now. I wouldn't either. On uh, 46, we've got the Star Wars uh, Darth Vader faux Marvel bookend, <laughs> and then a Stormtrooper one. And I think what I read before is this is for one of them. You're buying one at a time oh, wow. on these, so you could mix and match. Okay. Gotcha. I don't know about that, but <laughs> yeah. keep an eye out for that if you're interested in getting that. You and are just buying one bookend. One. Yep. There's uh, a. Uh, we usually breeze through the through the pops, and I know we're the diamond and hence the shop here is usually late to the game on these. But there was an inordinate amount of these pops that I was interested in this year, yeah. so or this month. I mean, just a lot of different stuff in there for a lot of different people. You know, yeah. I mean, there's like some Hanna Barbera Jetsons pops. You know, some Hercules pops. Grease, the old Grease <laughs> movie. I know what Gene Frankel and who is a Stefan from Saturday Night Live. Right. You know, the more yeah, cowbell guy. And those, those are out. I saw those this oh, last yeah. weekend when we were out and about. Gotcha. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic, yeah. Alice Cooper, Motley Crue. It's like, really? Back yeah. on page 53, there's the Coming to America vinyl figures oh, yeah. that they're doing of Pops. Uh-huh. It almost makes up for the lack of a reference to it in Black Panther. Right. That I was yeah. really hoping for. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, there's some from the upcoming Deadpool movie. Um, I thought it was interesting. There's the uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead pop, mm-hmm. and then they have the Ultimate Colossus, which is from the Ultimate line that's defunct now. Uh-huh. And so I'm surprised we're seeing any merchandise from that. Right. But that is the design of Colossus from the Ultimate X-Men book. Is it huh. also from the Deadpool movie? I don't know if that's what they're doing in it or not, but that huh. is like that is the Ultimate X-Men version. Oh yeah, with uh, yeah. Well, that's well because she was showing she the other character in the Deadpool uh-huh. movie. Yeah, no, so. she was in Deadpool. Yeah, so that's probably why they're choosing those two yeah. so, oh, to be together. Maybe they'll use that. Maybe it's whether they can get a Deadpool tie-in without having to pay for a Deadpool. That could be. Tie-in. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that's not how she looks in the comics, though. It's how she looks. At the, oh, she in, the in the movie, movie. Yeah. for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, right. Yeah. Huh. Weird. I don't remember what the character's name is, but uh, from what was her name? Teenage Negasonic. Negasonic oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you've been yeah. saying that this whole time, yeah. and I've not realized what you were talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what do we got? I should probably edit that out. That's <laughs> yeah. all right. You know, you could be editing all the stuff I'm saying this whole time. I know. <laughs> I'm just too lazy to do it. On page uh, 93, we've got some interesting things. We've got an Iron Giant uh, 112th scale diecast figure. Looks nice. It's 120 I bucks, know. though. How tall was he in the movie? This is what he, I don't get. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, it's one twelfth scale, so uh, to what? me it would still be tall. Right. But if you look at it, it's like 16 centimeters, which comes out to like six inches. 
He was taller than six yeah. feet in the movie. You know, he was an <laughs> iron giant. Giant, yeah. <laughs> so, 120 bucks and you get a big figure? Nice. But it's a die-cast figure that's just, like I say, I think it says 16 centimeters. I looked into it because I thought, oh, if it's a good-sized figure, that's not a bad price. But right. I don't think that's the case. Yeah, and then from uh, Kingsman, the movie, we've got the Eggsy Mafex action figure, which looks kind of cool. And then for some reason, there's a Hateful Eight Daisy Domergue one-six scale figure. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's not a lot of toys made for Quentin Tarantino movies, and when nope. they are, they go pretty quick or get pulled or something yeah. in some kind of scandal. But $200 we've got that. Figure. And on the next page, we've got the Door of the Haberdashery mm. from Hateful Eight you can pick up. So if you want to keep that going... Above that, we've got the Phantom of the Paradise, Paradise. figure, and there yeah. was another Phantom of the Paradise item in here yeah, somewhere. I don't know and I'm what's like, what's up with that? that? Are they going to do a remake of that? Hollywood yeah, seems boy. to go to some pretty weird. <laughs> that would be a pretty things. weird place yeah. to go. Yeah, like 70s Hollywood disco Phantom. On uh, 102, we've got some nice uh, DC Heroes Masterworks collection mugs with uh, Alex Ross versions of Batman, Superman, and Joker and Harley, oh, yeah, which nice. looks pretty nice. Uh, on 105, we've got a bunch of Rick and Morty merchandise, and uh, they've got the Rick and Morty Space Cruiser motion lamp, which looks like a lava lamp of Rick's ship. That was kind of <laughs> neat. Uh, we've got more of the retro Halloween masks that mm-hmm. are overpriced, but you know. Yeah, but I ordered one, and I never got any of them. Oh, for real? I ordered really? one, I'm just see what they were like, the oversized uh-huh. masks. I ordered them last year, and I never, really mm-hmm. never shipped to me. It says it's been previously solicited. Oh, so maybe they're maybe they just maybe they never got them. Got Do you know if anybody ever got them? No, I don't know. Oh, okay, mm. so maybe it wasn't just you. Maybe it okay. Was. <laughs> On one oh eight, uh, I'm not really against it, but I'm not sure why we've got a plethora of Chuck Norris Chuck merchandise. Norris. Yeah, what's up? He put himself in the catalog. Yeah. Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah, <laughs> he just kicked right. it so hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in it. Uh, On uh, 109, we've got sort of an er interesting piece. We've got the Star Wars Chewbacca fur cover journal, which makes it look like somebody skinned Chewbacca and made a journal out of him. (laughs) I've I've seen this in store. Okay, I need to say it's been previously solicited. I've seen this available for for purchase before. Mm -hmm. Page 110, there's a Legend of Zelda Triforce doormat so if you want to walk on the triforce yeah. clean your feet on it that that is available for purchase uh, back on 109 we've got some uh, more graphic short boxes here uh there's a x-men one with uh, jim lee's x-men yep. number one, one cover, cover on there and mm-hmm. i i did see that this weekend it was a really nice box i almost picked it up mm-hmm. and it's like it's all five covers wrapped around yeah, the outside of the box mm-hmm. uh, 112 uh, there is a Highlander board game. Uh, looks like it's harkening back to the first Highlander movie before things just went downhill. So uh, that is from... I'm not familiar with this uh, game company, ALC Studio, but it's very inexpensively priced for a board game at $35. So if you're a Highlander fan... On one twenty, we've got DC Dice Masters. Does anybody know what that is? Are you familiar with that, Scott? I knew that there was Marvel Dice Masters, and I gave up on any of the collectible games because they are such a pain to keep up with, oh, and really? they're more they're it's worse cocaine than comic books are. Yeah. So uh, um, chasing it. Yeah. So trying chasing to get all the all the pieces and things like that. So it's just yeah, I'm, I'm not played it. I've never been a fan of any of the dice games like that either. Yeah. So there've been some in the past. But I'm not super familiar with it. But a lot of people like them. I don't yeah. know. I mean, in this area, he's actually playing them. But. Right. Yeah. I just saw too. There's a Harley Quinn dice pack coming out or something with that. So mm-hmm. people are into that. They'll probably want to pick that up. 
On uh, 127 in the graffiti section, we've got some cool Batman shirts coming out. With, uh, like a license plate that says I'm Batman on it. Mm-hmm. And then sort of a cool old school Batman shirt there and a Batman Year One where he's coming out of the right. bat signal. Mm-hmm. Page 128, we have a Black Panther moonlit uh, t-shirt. Which is not got a Black Panther standing before. I guess I guess the moon. Obviously, it's of course a little orange, and then a black actual Black Panther in front of him. So it's kind of cool, a pretty cool image. On one twenty nine, we probably have the creepiest thing in the catalog is the Han Solo and Carbonite inflatable. <laughs> yeah. So you can dress up as Han Solo in the Carbonite and just creep up on people, cool. I guess. Yeah. Make it look like you're in pain or something oh. in the Carbonite. Freak people out. Um. I think that's kind of cool. <laughs> Page 130. I, I don't know why this... I'm not a big G.I. Joe fan personally, but this shirt kind of jumped out at me. There's a G.I. Joe Cobra Stripe uh, yeah. t-shirt, which is kind of nifty. It's basically a solid black shirt down the left-hand side. It's got the red stripe and the Cobra emblem on it. Yeah. It's and kind of the other, one. that and the Cobra Commander shirt both have the Cobra Enemy on the sleeve there from the old toy packaging. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> on the, the next page, we've got a uh, shirt that says, Not Flat, We Checked, in the style of the NASA logo. I know some people that need that shirt, yeah. <laughs> unbelievably <laughs> enough. 2018. Oh, yeah. oh, man, that's tempting. I really like that. Well, there was a story about somebody, you know, somebody trolling somebody online about how Japan could not have attacked the United States because yeah. they, they, had a, they had a flat image of the world, and they showed Japan on the right side and how they had to go all the way around Africa <laughs> and South America to get to Hawaii. I, I saw and that, it, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, almost, I just wanted to throw my computer on yeah. that. <laughs> Oh, do not flat. We checked. Do everybody. That's yeah. Well, that's the last page. So we yeah. I think we're through. Through Mm. yet another catalog or three or three or four. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. A lot of donkulous. Yeah. Getting a little unwieldy seems to be the term applying to the previous catalog. But but uh, thanks for joining us on this again. Like I say, I got to have my orders finalized and in by uh, May the twenty fifth. So you got what? two weeks and change to get a hold of me from the time that we're recording this podcast so um if you need or any of the things that you uh heard us talk about tonight or if you just want to come in and pick up your own copy of the previews we have some on the shelf here except for the dc because again a little gripe about that is they're not making those available so you can buy extras of them it's pretty much limited to the number of the actual previews catalog you bought if you do want to check out the previews catalog just get a hold of me i can send you a link to a pdf of it so you can check that out download it whatever just look through it whatever you want to do and if you're listening to this podcast and you want just the dc previews catalog i'm going to leave my copy oh. here with mike so you there can come you in go. and just if that's the only one that you need you can get at least one Mm-hmm. That will be available. Thank you, Scott, You're for your sacrifice. Welcome. Yes, <laughs> but thank you for your. Service. It's a collector's yeah, item. It's a first issue collector <laughs> item. That's right. Why am Don't I giving it away? It? Oh, I already wrote in mine. <laughs> I messed up. Game over, man. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that'll wrap it up for our trip through the previous catalog this time around. Again, I'm. Uh, thanks for joining us. I'm Mike No here at uh, Campus Comics. You can reach me. <coughs> at uh, phone number 618-457-6011. Of course, the street address here is 816B East Main Street in Carbondale, right between Mike's Music and Plaza Records in the right center. And uh, just message me on Facebook, just Facebook pages, Campus Comics, and give it a like, and uh, subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening to this, please subscribe to it. And uh, 
Scott, Scott Reed, BergComics.com, B-U-R-G Comics.com. I also have an eBay store, uh, stores.ebay.com slash BergComics. Surprise, surprise. That kind of hijacked the end of this one here. You can also see Mike and I, June 8th, 9th. Are you going to be down there the 10th, 10th also? Yeah. So uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, during the Superman celebration, uh, we'll be set up in uh, inside next to Thor's Gym. So if you're on Main Street in Metropolis, Illinois, during Superman celebration, I know I'm going to have about... I don't know, 4,000 plus uh, dollar books with me, plus some wall books. And Mike, you're going to bring. I'll bring a little bit of statues, some comics, a little bit of pretty much a sampling of everything we have here at the store. And actually, you can come meet. Maybe we'll have something, a little table set up about the podcast because Dan's actually going to be helping me oh, that okay. weekend. Yeah. So, all three of us so from we'll here on the there. podcast will all be there. So, And then also down there, now they've all of these artists have been there in the past, but um, Alex Saviuk will be there. Art Baltazar is going to be there for superman celebration uh, jim hall who is a, a regular for superman celebration is going to be there this year as well i feel like i'm leaving out one of their comic mm-hmm. names but those were the those are the three that i remember yeah. anyway there there are some others that uh, um, as well but uh, and then uh yeah then so uh, if you can come down to superman celebration stop by say hi mm-hmm. Is Dan Brown um, online at uh, Detective Six Five One on Twitter, DeviantArt, or WordPress? Uh, not so much lately because I was trying to avoid Infinity War spoilers, <laughs> but I'll be back on there soon. And you can see me here most Saturdays at the store. Yep, that do it, gentlemen. That'll do it. So, all right, thanks, and so long.